our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. How is everybody doing today out there in this wonderful, wonderful Monday morning of cold and frigidness? If you are in the Midwest or upper part of the United States, whatever it might be, um, I just know it's quite frigid. So everybody, this is School Through Spirit, a show of which I do come in and I talk to different people about different modalities. Um of spirituality and how spirit really just has affected their lives or how it has changed its their lives. Um, from there, you know, we have our discussion at the end of the at the end of the show. I am all discombobulated today. At the end of the show, I do do a reading for everybody for the weekly reading. You know, just a weekly reading. Say, hey, how you doing? That whole ten yards. How many other people are discombobulated today? I mean, literally, I just feel like I am. Uh, all over the place and here I am trying to share it and instead of sharing I'm hitting copy and I'm just messing I'm messing everything up this morning but we'll get there we will get there um doo, 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 I need to come on in here I just need to say hi to a few people kind of get myself going here good morning lady I don't know who says says Facebook lady user I don't know who that is but good morning wonder if it's Tim. Good morning, Casey. Good morning, Kevin. Everybody, hello, hello, hello. I am just taking a moment here, like I said, to share this in different areas just so other people can see it because I always hear this, oh my gosh, you know? So I want to let you know a few things that are happening in my life, guys. Oh my God, so many neat things are happening, um, things that you guys can kind of come witness to or not witness to, whichever. This weekend, this weekend, oh, this last weekend, I was at this amazing um, event over in Iowa, um, the Psychic and Paranormal event, which I'll tell you what, I just love, love, love. It was just um, just a phenomenal event to go to. I can't, I, literally, my head is just so discombobulated, guys. Um, this weekend, though, this weekend, you can find me at the Old Baraboo Inn. And that is in Baraboo, Wisconsin. It is limited seating, but um, they do have the availability if people want to. It's, I'm doing a gallery, guys. It's not like an event where you show up and there's many readings here, there, and everywhere. I'm doing a gallery. And what a gallery is, is or a platform demonstration is, is where a medium gets up in front of everybody and basically just uh, talks to dead people, brings through people's loved ones. And that's what I'm going to be doing from 4 until 5.30. Um, and that's at the Old Baraboo Inn up in Baraboo, Wisconsin. Um, I'm not quite sure how much the tickets are. I think they're like $40 um, to come in. It is limited seating, everybody. But I'm going to tell you, if um, if there's enough seats, enough tickets bought, and we start to kind of bridge into, um, you know, like we filled it up, they're going to try to open up a different space to make it a larger venue for people. So, you know, hurry up and get your tickets because once that second venue is opened up, once the second one is filled, it's going to be done. 
Hey, Tim, good morning. Good morning. Oh, it was you, Kevin. Beautiful. Thank you for letting me know that. Um, so it will be done. So, and it's not online. It is in person, which is awesome. So I love these in-person events. Good morning, Angela. Oh my God. I love it when people come through YouTube too. And so that's basically where I'm at this weekend. I've also been invited guys, drum roll. If you're in Canada, if you're in Canada, guys, I will be doing an event, another gallery. Oh, it's not till March. It's not till March. I don't know the exact date because they're still working it all out. Um, but I believe it'll be March. Good morning, Miss Ter Teresa. Um, I'll be going up to Canada to do a gallery also, um, which is going to be really kind of cool. So a lot of exciting things coming up, a lot going on, um, you know, just so much. You know, just because it's just because it's Christmas season doesn't mean that uh, doesn't mean that uh, we stop, do we? We don't stop. We just keep going. We just keep going, which is awesome. Um, Anyway, so sorry, I got people messaging me at the same time, and I'm trying to read and everything else. So I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what kind of comes to me today. And this morning, I, again, I'm discombobulated. I'm all over the place. And I'll tell you why. It's because literally over the re weekend, this event was so amazing. I did 30-some 30, 30 readings along with the gallery. Along with the So my head is all in spirit, guys. It is, I mean, I am grounding. I am doing everything I can to kind of drop myself back into this body, kind of getting back to normalcy. I had a great night's sleep, so I feel beautifully rested. But, you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Again, so many people touch, so, so, so many amazing, amazing people I've seen. But I'm going to tell you, there was kind of a theme over the weekend, and there's always a theme. There really is. And I did a lot of mediumship on top of psychic readings, but there was still a theme. Whether it, either side of the coin, there was a theme. And then, of course, it's like, do I go to the theme? Do I not go to the theme? And then um, I always have my go-to, guys. Neil Diamond Wash. We, we already know this. And I actually took a screenshot of one of his things from last week. And I was like, whoa, this was a theme of last week. I don't know if it's so much of this week, but I think it really... I think it, it's bleeding into this. I think this is something that is really good for longevity purposes. And like an everyday reminder, oh my God, my nose, my nose. Um, you know, I know my producer said anxiety will cause this, but the weird thing is the spirit does it to people. I, I started to recognize so many people have issues with their nose when spirit comes in, and I'm wondering if that's what happens. But Neil wrote one day last week. Oh, look at that screenshot. Tuesday, Tuesday of last week he wrote, that your life has a very little to do with with what occupies it. Okay. No, I'm working. <laughs> Guys, my granddaughter, <laughs> she's got her towel on her head. There you go. Yeah, it's a hair wrap. Actually, it's called a hair wrap. Yeah, it's a dry hair because I've been wearing it all day. <laughs> And I made a gift for my grandma. It's a bad cow. There you go. <laughs> there you go, guys. There you go. Wisdom from a five-year-old. So let's go back to Neil. He says that your life has very little to do with what occupies most people's day-to-day -day experience. Okay. Well, what's that mean? It says the purpose of your life is to express and experience who you are. That is to know yourself as aspect as an aspect of the divine. There are thousands of ways to do that every day. Look for the most exciting way for you to do it today. What do you think it might be? And uh, <laughs> bring her over here so she can occupy my kids. There you go. 
she'll 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 teach them all about head wraps, guys, and probably cards and everything else. Which she just, God, I just love her. I love her. My, I'm I'm a grandma. Let's put it that way. That's my that's my divine role in life, being a nana. I love it. Um, but getting back to this, getting back to this, you know, I kind of thought about this the last few weeks, the energies and things um that have gone on in my life. I've been in this really deep soul searching, this really deep, um, what's this or that or the other have to do with whatever, you know, um, what's my purpose? What's everything? And um, it kind of, and I finally got settled. I finally got settled within myself. So <clears throat> I don't know if you guys ever feel this, but it just, you know, I called up a friend on Friday when I was driving over to Iowa to this event. And I told her, I said, oh my God, you know, I'm just in that point where I'm just, Friday was accumulation of it all. And I was frustrated and I was not really angry, but I was just like, I just wanted to jump out of my own skin for no good reason. Absolutely no, there was no reason for me to feel this way. Okay. But it just, I couldn't get rid of it. I couldn't get rid of it. And as her and I talked, um, good morning, Sherry. As her and I talked, I really realized that I'd really gone through this really deep, deep soul searching, this really deep purpose. Why am I here? Why, why am I living where I'm at? Why am I doing what am I doing? You know, really try, trying to just dig deeper. And I know that's really kind of been, um, <laughs> thank you. I did get home safe, which is awesome. But it's really been um, something over the last couple of weeks and that was building. And then I found over this weekend that seemed to be a lot of trajectory for a lot of different people. And I didn't really notice it so much. I really didn't notice it so much other than, you know, people are getting present and they're finding their way and they're a little frustrated. And and maybe that's every day. I don't know. But I really noticed it this weekend. But towards the end of the event yesterday, I had a discussion with a gentleman. Lovely man. Lovely man. Him and his wife are just phenomenal. And uh, he asked me what I did. I mean, we'd been we'd seen each other at other events and we've we've sat close to each other, but we've never really sat down and talked. And we had this beautiful conversation and he asked everything I do. And I, I told him everything I do and the radio shows and this thing he goes, Oh, I didn't realize I'd been sitting next to a famous person. I said, dude, I'm not famous. I'm not even, no. He's like, compared to our life, you are. And I went, no, really, honestly, no. All it is is that I, I, on a daily day basis, I just try to enlighten or touch or show up for other people. That's all I do. You know? Um, you can call me a medium, you can call me a psychic, you can call me a nana, you can call me a radio host, you can call me whatever. But really all I do is try to show up. I try to show up every day. Um, I try to experience my life. I try to find the joys in the small things. And I try to be my authentic self. Okay, trying to be on my authentic self. And that really made me think, because it really made me think over my life. Again, going into that life thing. And I really thought about a lot of different aspects. A lot of times that it was like, you know, one thing I got was when I get frustrated with other people. I mean, how many of you guys get frustrated with other people? Just get like, oh my God, you know? And that happens. And I thought, when is it, do I get frustrated with people? The sun, the winter is here and the sun has changed. I mean, rotation of the earth has completely changed, I swear. Um, and I thought, I get frustrated when people aren't authentic. They're not themselves. Some people might call it fake, um, chameleons, uh, trying to make other people happy, but not being them true selves. That really irritates me. And then I thought, you know what? 
am I that way? And I thought, no, not really. I mean, pretty much if I'm in a mood, you're going to get my mood. If, if I'm, you know, whatever it is I'm feeling, you're going to get, you're going to get. Um, do I have a stage presence? I do. But even in that stage presence at the moment, I am bigger than life. I am doing whatever I can to open up my energy and really put myself into that present moment. And then it made me think of other times in my life where people have criticized me. And one thing I will tell you, I've been criticized off and on throughout my life where it's been brought up is this aura of mine. My, me and my aura get me in a lot of trouble, guys. I don't know about your aura, but me and my aura get me in a lot of trouble. I have got what I'm told is a bigger in life aura that just pushes out there and it just, it just pushes. And um, I have been told repeatedly by various different people that I need to learn how to control that or I need to, I need to rail it and I need to bring it in. And I used to do things because of that. I used to hide from people. I used to try to suck it in. And when I suck it in, I'm miserable. I'm just miserable because that's what I do. And when I'm upset or I'm bothered, I suck this, this in and I cocoon myself. And then somebody, you know, and I want, I want to say something very wise. One day, literally said to me, why aren't you coming around? And I told her, told her. This has been stated to me, and I feel the best thing I can do is stay away from people. And she said that I was robbing her from the experience of me. And that I didn't have a right to do that. And I went, whoa. And I thought about that yesterday. And I thought, it's pretty deep. It's pretty deep. Because that's what life is about. It's about experiences. That's what our soul is here for, is to experience. You know, I had this amazing weekend. And if you think about the amount of readings I did, I had individual experiences with every person that sat in front of me. Now, I don't remember them all. Gosh, I wish I wish this brain had the ability to remember it. And I'm sure it does somewhere. But spirit gives me the blessing of forgetting it all as soon as it walks away. But it puts me in a present moment to experience each individual person and each individual person's loved ones on the other side or their energy in front of me. And puts me in that present moment. And I think back over this weekend of all the individual experiences and how each person affected me and how to watch some of their tears or some of their elate, being elated, um, somebody else being able to see into their life, into those depths where other people aren't able to see or don't even notice. Sometimes I think that's what it is, is the notice. And it's amazing to be able to look back and go, wow. Because I put my place in, in a present state, I allowed my soul to really just experience, just experience. Even when I got back to the hotel Saturday, I mean, I was exhausted, but I went, got some aid, I refueled the body, I did some grounding, and I was supposed to do another hour-long reading, a medical intuitive reading for somebody, just a video one. And I was sitting there and I went, you know what? I'm not doing them justice because I can't be in the moment right now. I needed to give my body the experience of rest. I needed to give my, my body the experience of just laying there doing nothing and staring at a TV. Now, I know other people are going, oh, my God, well, isn't that like a day-to-day? -day? Not, not for me. I rarely ever just lay in bed 
turn on the TV and actually just pay attention to the TV. Matter of fact, it's unheard of in my life, um, which is something I'd actually talk to my friend about because she's like, you just need to do this. And I said, the last time I did this was probably eight years ago. And I think it was a Star Trek marathon or something or Star Wars marathon where I watched it all day and into the night. I can remember like waking up, it was on and, and going to going to bed into the wee hours it was still running but it's not something i do and it was like this is what your experience needs to be you know it was what it's supposed to be and i thought that's pretty huge because how many people oh my gosh i'm sorry God, that sun is just no matter what i do it's all over the place no matter what we do we need to realize that we're just there to experience. We're just there to experience things. You know, we'd go back on a little education. You know, so many people go, oh my God, why am I here? Why am I, do why am I doing this life? Like they tell us that, oh my God, I picked this. Like who in the world would pick the life that we have? Holy shamoles, guys. Holy cow. Why would we pick the hardships and the destruction and the pain and all of this. Why would we pick it? You know, and it's for the experience. It's just for the experience. It's for the understanding. Now, if we go back to what a soul is, a soul is divine love. It's purity. It is removal of everything negative, everything heavy. It's just divine. It's just divine. Hence the divine part of us that Neil wrote. But the soul can't understand anything that we understand on earth unless it experiences it because it only knows divine. It only knows that love. It only knows truth. So when the soul wants to experience something, the soul wants to understand something, it literally states it wants to come. It helps to create a life that a destiny of what it wants to do. And it puts in per se its work orders, its soul contract. What it's going to do when it comes here. Now, when we get here, we do have a lot of free choice. Oh my gosh, in between all the points of destiny. Because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of points of destiny. There's a lot of points in your life that are going to happen no matter what. It's crazy <clears throat> how many destinies you have it's crazy we always think of life as one big destiny but it's not it's multiple little ones you look over your life and you go oh my god that had to happen like oh my god it just had to because it did things have to happen in your life how you get from this point to that point is a whole nother story whole nother story that's your free will <clears throat> but the soul needs to come here to experience things and the neatest thing is, is through this destiny, through this soul contract we have, we're arranging our life for all these amazing, wonderful things to happen for our experience, just for our experience. But again, we have that free choice. And within that free choice, there's a magnitude of other experiences, other points of understanding, other points of going, oh my gosh, wow, I get to do this, I get to do that. And that's what I thought about over this weekend. How many times I got to experience something different just because of the life I've chosen, just because of the life that my soul said it wanted to have. 
No, it's phenomenal because as Sherry wrote, and thank you for that, Sherry. Sherry wrote, this is your life's path. Don't change. So please others. So many people include me wish we had your abilities. A, Sherry, everybody's got them. It's just a matter of, you know, to what point you're going to use them, really, you know. This is my choice, though. This was my soul's choice to say, I'm going to take these abilities that God gave us, and I'm going to to bring those up. I'm going to, I'm going to make more of them. But I think it's also because my life says, my soul said, I want to experience as much as I can. Now, I can only experience so much in one life, no matter, I could be the world traveler doing all this exotic life, and I could still only experience so much within my own soul path. But with my soul choosing this line of work, with my soul saying, I want to have multiple reading, I want to, I want to be in multiple people's lives, and on an individual basis, look at how many more experiences I had over this weekend. Look at how many. I think it's 34, 35 individual readings, 15-minute readings, plus a gallery. That's a lot. That's a lot of experiences. That's a lot of in and out of this moment and that moment and the other moment and experiences of life. Because each time I sat down with somebody and I seen something within their life or I seen someone of, of their one of their loved ones, I got a new experience, a new understanding of something that I would not have had prior. Now, did I take all of them individually away with me? Nope, the memory goes. I mean, somewhere in the brain, the memory's there. It, it's there. <clears throat> but in the present moment, I'm experiencing it. In the present moment, my soul is, my soul is retaining that. My soul is getting that many more experiences. And that's what life's about, guys. That's really what the purpose is. Everybody looks at what is this life purpose. And everybody asks, am I on the right path? We can't get off the right path. Sorry to say it. You can't get off of it. No matter where you're at, you can't get off of your life path. It's going to be. There's there's that destiny of it's going to happen. Even for all those people that land in prison, guys, it's going to happen. It is. It's it's what it is. It's it's how we're designed. But the experiences of what you're doing is your purpose. Good morning, Michael. The experiences, that is what your life is about. That is what you are destined to be here to do is just to experience. So think about all of these wonderful interactions you have throughout the day. Interactions with other people, um, with yourself. I mean, how many of you have self-conversations all the time? I mean, I do. I, I've actually gone through a period of time over the last weeks yelling at myself, going, oh my God, shut up the negative. Oh my God, why are you doing this to yourself? Like, ugh. And that's a huge interaction with myself. But it's also a matter of letting it go, letting it go of the negative to, because I don't want to choose to experience the negative within my head. There's enough negative around us. But think about your days and how these days go. Think about the interactions. Think about your experiences. Even if you're a person that wakes up every morning, 5 a.m., Goes to the kitchen, brews your coffee, goes to the restroom, washes your face, 
goes back out, pours your coffee, sits down, reads the newspaper with that coffee until, say, 6.15. You get up. Good morning, Miss Jamie. You get up from there, put your shoes on, get in the car, go to work. Do the same thing. Come home. And you know how the night goes. Even if you're that person that you like routine and you like the comfortability of that, you still have a lot of things within your life of interactions, a ton. It can be the news. It can be somebody calling. It can be on your way to work driving, seeing the beauty around you or even the angry around you. All of those are experiences. All of those your soul is taking in. Think about how, think at the depths of that. How often we look at life as being mundane or we look at life as being just same old, same old. But if you look at your life from a soul's way of looking at it, think of your soul as everything you're doing that's learning, it's growing, it's going, everything is, and oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Everything's just so cool. Everything's phenomenal. To your soul, it's, it's just beauty. Their experiences, your soul is like a kid in a candy store every day, running around going, oh my gosh, this is freaking awesome. And that's what your soul is doing. And it's remarkable how that works. So I want you to think about, you know, today and tomorrow and, and maybe at the end of the, you know, end of this week, start trying to stay in more of a present moment. Start staying in, staying in those moments that says, oh, this is where I'm at today. This is. I'm experiencing this today. Okay. Okay. See, in the moment, guys. <laughs> in the moment. Okay. She's doing sparkles now, guys. Um, with that being said, though, guys, you know, spend every day paying attention to your days. See the experiences within them. Enjoy. Okay. Um, with this being said, I'm going to take a quick break here. And when we get back, we're going to bring in Miss Cheryl Murphy, our weekly guest this week. And this is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. Want to keep up with the latest at the station? How about catch up on your favorite shows on the go? Download the free WLTK-DB mobile app on the App Store and Google Play. Watch, listen, and shop right from the palm of your hand. The WLTK-DB mobile app. The truth is here and now. Get yours today. Good morning, everybody. 
Welcome back. This is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. And I want to welcome in Miss Cheryl Murphy. Hi, Cheryl. You're muted, darling. Good morning. It's Good morning. How are you? I'm doing terrific. Thank you. It's Thank you for getting morning. up early for me. You're welcome. Of course, I always would. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm so, so blessed to have you on. I was telling people about you last week and how you're a psychic, a medium, you know, you teach so, so many, many, many things, you know, so many you know, beautiful it, um, My psychic abilities is part of my family, right? My whole family was psychic. My mother, my grandmother, my great aunt, who was hired by the government to find a missing pilot and plane, you know, oh, back wow. in the day where you don't even hear about it, right? But uh, right. so it kind of runs in my family. It's normal growing up with books like Edgar Casey and, you know, psychic books. So for us, it was natural. Can you talk more about that? Because I rarely get to find that guest mm -hmm. that it is just, we already, I mean, most people realize that it runs in a bloodline somewhere, but whether it's shared or not is a whole nother story. Because normally I always tell people, I think really this has been hush hush since like Salem witch trials, you know, and to have a family that's so open. We were open and supportive, and my brother, who's closest in age to me, we would, as children, you know, we would play with it. We would practice. We would light a candle, you know, and ask the spirit to blow the wick, the flame. And, I mean, for us, it was fun. It was something to talk about. The women in my family would talk about it every time we'd gather for a holiday or we have holidays coming up. I mean, but when I was a child, they would do that, right? So... So it was very common in my mother's side of the family, as I said. My mom doesn't really practice it today, but my brothers, my sisters, all of us are very intuitive. And for us, it is more of a normal thing. Even though it wasn't normal when I go to school, you know, as a child, no one really talked about it outside of my house. So I just didn't think much of it to be a conversation piece. So I would just only talk about it in my home. Oh, okay. Well, that's beautiful, though. It's it's beautiful. Because I know for myself, it's more on my father's side. And I didn't have any contact with my father as a young one. You know, so my mother, I was just this strange child. She kept saying, you're just like your father. And I didn't know what that meant. I, she didn't know what it meant. <laughs> That's why I'm sure you're that empath, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would I would clarify it as the know-it-all kid. <laughs> know-it-all kid, I love it. Yeah. Know-it-all kid, that one that irritates everybody and nobody knows why they know it all. <laughs> so, so over in California, with with this, did you know? Have you always did you always go into the career of psychic mediumship work, or did you do other things and then fall back into it? I, I did my work as a medium, as a psychic at, on the weekends or, uh, you know, as a side job, kind of not even a job. I just did it on the evenings, on the weekends. And I had a career uh, in healthcare. Uh, but then one day uh, my angels came to me. It was very clear. And they said, we want you to do this full time. So no more part time. We want you to do this full time and we'll help you. And really, this was uh, several years ago, about eight years ago now. And uh, really, they helped me. They helped me get my business started. They helped me uh, 
attract people to work with. They they helped me really even move to California, which really helped my mediumship grow. Mm -hmm. uh, I was living in Colorado at the time, and I had several wonderful intuitive friends in Colorado that I'm still in contact today. And I still go out there every year to teach classes uh, in the summer. So I love that. Uh, but right. So I did this as a side job kind of thing, just like evenings and weekends. But now it's my full career. And I'm so blessed because it's what I always wanted to do. It's just that we don't know how we didn't know how to how do you do this? How do you reach people? Right. Yeah. So spirit even, uh, you know, I even said, well, I need someone to help uh, me create a website. I need to really want to tell the world that I'm here because that's how the computer was, the internet, all of that. Right. And I was living in a small town. So once again, it just worked out where the right people lined up. I was able to support myself during this growing phase, which really exploded as soon as I launched my website back in the end of the Mayan calendar at the end of like 2021, I think in December, I launched my, uh, uh, 2012, excuse me, I launched my um, website. And really within a month, I got to tell you, it was, it was divine. It really was divine intervention because I met so many fabulous people. I was able to do the work online because many of us were just starting to work online. Mm -hmm. uh, right. So it's just been, um, it's been a joy ever since. It's really a passion that I am so happy to share. I, I love that. I love that because I've been watching you. I've been watching you since uh, I started to see with Allison Kelly, you know, and I'm not, I, I can't even tell, because I started watching them back when I met them, I think in 2015, 2016, something like that. <laughs> so, and I, but then I watched you kind of join their, their threesome, made a threesome. I was like, wow, it was so beautiful. It was. So beautiful. And you know, I met them right about that same time, right? And I, you know, I met them at the same place at the same time. We, the three of us, all of a sudden, were in the same meeting area on the same day. And I'm like, oh my God, this is synchronicity. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's beautiful how that works. Because for myself, I met them, I guess I certified with them. Cool. But I wasn't, I wasn't in their realm yet. I was that one, I was, I, I certified, but I was not a believer of me. So I was very, you know, you know how it is when you first start, <laughs> you know, you go from, uh, you know, doubting or questioning to experiencing to uh, stepping into a belief or even a knowing now. And so that's the process. It is a process. It's it's not something that may happen overnight. And it is through people's um, own experience. I always love to do practice and exercises with people to teach them to help them feel their own energy, their own you know, their own spirit, their own soul. And then they reach out into the spirit world, right? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that huge? <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It's huge. I, it, it really is. Because when I know what I teach, everybody's like, why are you teaching me about my senses? Like, I already know how to see in here. I'm like, do you? Do you? You know, I, I can't teach you the spirit world until you know the, the physical, it's, you know? It's so true. And to honor that and to honor that and to know that, you know, when you're doing this type of work, uh, you know, it's very emotional at times. It has to be very emotional because we are using our senses. So you want to take care of yourself, use self-care practices also. Uh, yeah. You are working with, um, you know, loved ones. You're working with uh, your own guides and angels. Uh, so there's a lot there. There's a lot to learn. There's a ton. To, so I don't think the learning ever stops. Mm -hmm. I really don't. So you talked about being in healthcare. Where, where in healthcare did you work? 
You know, I was in the medical field. Uh, I was mostly in dental work. I was mostly helping people who with anxiety on the side also. So I was doing uh, emotional work actually, right? Uh, You know, so not only managing uh, dental practices where you deal with people coming in with fear or you deal with people, you know, stepping into something unknown, but also I help people counsel with grief. So I was already in the I'd say grief counseling a little bit or anxiety helping because I could see their aura. I could see the energy field around them, right? So I would always ask spirit, what can I do to help this person? And so I was uh, working with people, um, working with the afterlife, definitely. And that's what I was leading towards because I know so many people, especially healthcare and hairdressers, they tend to already be working in it on some aspects. And I always find that spirit seems to be kicking us, you know, in the tush a little bit earlier than we noticed, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of make it like, hey, we've been here. We've been doing this. Right. And a lot of people are very intuitive and they're not really sure how to develop mm-hmm. or they feel or sense something. They're not sure how to open up. Mm-hmm. And we're needed. I think a lot of people with mediums and psychics, intuitives, energy healers, very much needed on the planet. And that could be a reason why so many people are awakening right now too. Oh, isn't it crazy? It's, let's talk about that for a moment. How do you perceive the awakening? What is your perception on that wonderful world? I call it a word just because sometimes I'm like, I think it gets used wrongly. People expect some explosion to happen. You know, um, what is your, what is your take on what the awakening is and explain that to people? You know, well, it's been happening for several years, you know, um, as they say, we're going into that age of Aquarius, right? So that is still happening. We're stepping into the fifth dimension. And so that's also still happening. And the fifth dimension is all about, you know, being a self healer and manifesting more quickly and really creating more easily, you know, where it's not, uh, it's not a world of no pain, no gain. That's the old thought system. Now it's about celebrating that you are the universe. Mm-hmm. The awakening, uh, what I want to talk about, though, is, as you mentioned, going into 2019, when, of course, when COVID came upon us and we had to stay home, I feel a lot of people had spiritual awakenings at that time during those past three years and still even today, because we are at home and your aura, your energy field, which is around you, it expands when you're in love, right? And it it closes in when you're afraid because, you know, you hold your breath. So you pull in your energy field. So when you're at home, you are open, you're more relaxed, your energy field is open. And because uh, people were losing income, they were losing employment, they had to think of ways to be more inventive. They had to think of opening their own business. So here we are, all the inspiration starts flooding in. What can I do to make money? How can I open my own business? Maybe this is a chance. I really put myself out there like I've always wanted to. That creative side really, I think, opened up the spiritual awakening because people started asking the bigger questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I tell more people, I think the pandemic was, I hate to say it, maybe a good thing for everybody. It's, it's hard. It, it was financially and on health. And sometimes we need those things to wake us up. Right. You know? And they happen, what, about every hundred years? <laughs> right. 
and and also to, to teach people about uh, you know getting back to Mother Earth too. I think that's very important. I think we've gotten away from Mother Earth and yeah. and how she can heal us and take care of us. And so I think that's also another big awakening that we're having even still today. Thank God because we need to care for her. She's such an empowering healer in her own right, and we can tap into that sort resource too for our own our own healing, our own facilitating. I love that. Yeah. So how do you go about doing that? Because I, for myself, I, I love to go for those walks in the woods. I like to regenerate. I use I use Mother Earth just to regenerate myself and probably the, a very simple form. But, you know, how do you teach people to do that in different areas? Well, I love the hiking. Uh, you know, anything to do really with the physical body, anything to do with gardening. I, I'm gardening. That's what I do. Uh, even taking yoga or exercising, even eating and bringing energy down into the stomach, even connecting with, <clears throat> excuse me, colors of Mother Earth, just wearing earth colors sometimes. But mm -hmm. I love to teach people about grounding, right? And I know you've probably taught this uh, many oh, yeah. times that we can't really tell people enough how important grounding is. And you're getting that with your hiking and yeah. gardening, but it really is connecting our feet on this planet. Yeah. A lot of people are in their head. They're in a lot of mental energy. Mm -hmm. so always want to say, look, you really do need to take time to meditate or take time to sit in the stillness of the energy of your own energy and breathe and connect with mother earth and send that energy down to the center of the planet and then draw up her energy and have it right, come right up into your heart. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's wonderful. Cause as you're talking, I'm thinking I just did a huge event this weekend where I did literally like 23 meeting readings on Saturday mm. plus a gallery. Goodness. Not to mention what I did yesterday. And of course you come out of that energy and you, no matter how much you're trying to ground and get back into reality, it just takes a few days and I'm thinking about my garden area out there that has got probably six inches of horse manure on it that it's composting in. And I'm like, I need to just go out there, unfroze the ground. Because I'm in Wisconsin. That would be grounding. It would be grounding to the tent, you know. But I'm thinking maybe I need to do that today. Maybe I just need to go sit in the middle of it, you know. So, and just to talk to you about animals for a moment. You know, animals and our pets, right? Your horses. Yeah. Bring us into the present moment. Kids, you know, your children bring you into the present moment. They're not in the future. They're not in the past. They are in the here and now. And that will ground you quicker than anything, right? Kids, animals, right. Being in the being in the joy of the moment, too, is when you're grounded. So mm -hmm. connecting with the breath. So if if you if we could all just take a breath and just breathe in all the way down to the belly. Yeah. Just taking that breath can really bring you back to home base. I always like to call that home base, bringing it back to your heart. I love that. It's, I love that. And it's so important. Whether you're an energy worker or a psychic or it's just everyday life, everyday life. It's so easy to kind of get knocked around or it's so easy to get off balance, as they say. And you go out in the world and you and there's so and, and, you know, information is so easily absorbed or we hear information everywhere we go that we are not spending time with our own our own um, oneness, so to speak, our mm -hmm. own hearts. And if you if I just uh, tell everyone as we move into Thanksgiving and Christmas, we do want to have that vision for ourselves, you know, about what we want to create each day. 
right? I call it kind of design your day, right? Go into the world, go into today, think about how you want to create the day and then see if that doesn't happen for you. See if you can't contribute, you know, it's just about being mindful. Yeah, it, it really is. It's just about, um, it's just really about that. You know, and it brings me back to um, how do you start your days in the morning? How do you, how do you start your day? And I, I do mean from the time you wake, open your eyes, because that's when it starts. I know. I know this. And and, and, and being fellow mediums and, and intuitives, you know, I begin each day really with just a blessing of gratitude. Mm-hmm. I try to meditate every morning. I don't do it every morning. Sometimes I'll do it in the midday, and that's just fine with me, whether it's five minutes or 15 minutes, what have you. So I do take time each day to sit with connecting with spirit, right? So I sit with myself, uh, you know, for five minutes to fill my own energy. And then I ask spirit to come in. Mm -hmm. I take a pen and paper. I write down any ideas or any messages they might be giving me for the day. And I do try to, anytime I connect with a person, I always send love to them first, right? So before I came on the call today, I sent everyone this big, beautiful ball of love, right? This beautiful ball of light. So I do try to prepare my energy when I step and work with people. And then just to tell you at the end of each day, it is always gratitude again. I mean, really, we have to use affirmations, right? We have to use anything that can raise your vibration, mm-hmm. reading something inspirational, listening to some great music, anything that makes you feel joyful is raising your vibration. Right. Yeah. So I, I end my day with really just a moment of gratitude as I kind of fall off to sleep thanking my loved ones that are crossed over. You know, I, I know they're with me. I love that. I really do. Because I do believe, I'm a firm believer that in practice of gratitude, practice of your day, how are you, how are you going to start your day? Mm-hmm. You know, I have a lot of people that I'll say, if you're in the rat race, put your phone down for five minutes, wake up. If, if you're a coffee drinker, get your coffee, go to your porch, sit there, look at, just look at the trees. If you don't want to, something that just kind of starts your day without the the run and the you know, and they tell me every time how it's changed them. They're just like, wow, I can't go my day without starting that way now. It does become a habit, right? And these yeah. are good habits. They help you healthy. They bring down anxiety. They lower your stress. They mm-hmm. lower your blood pressure. They connect you more uh, with a human experience with other people. They help ground you. You're more available. How's that? You know, you actually can listen because you're not in that worry energy, so to speak. Exactly. I apologize. I have a grandbaby here. Well, everybody, everybody in the world knows I help raise my, watch my grandbabies all the time. We live together. So, you know, as a family to do that and she's coming and going today because she can. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like trying to pop her head down. So I apologize if it's distracting. <laughs> I love, you know, everyone adds to the energy. So I'm sure she's feeling the energy, right? Oh, she is. Um, it's it's wonderful because when you talked about being in the family, you know, it like with you being having a family that was just accepting of it, my family was not when it, because they didn't know, they just didn't understand. So I'm literally, although I've been doing this a lot in my life, it really was, I was a late bloomer to it. And it took my children a moment to go, oh, mom's just, my son called me voodoo mama for the longest time because I was just like, oh my God. And it's not that he wasn't gifted. He just chooses not to use them or acknowledge them. And that's fine. But within our family dynamic, my granddaughter from the get-go, I, I was in Lilydale in New York when she was born. And I was like, 
it tore my heart up. But I, I came home after two weeks and I went, where is she at that? She screamed. She just screams for me, like, come save me. And they're like, how do you know that? The only time she screams is when we put her in that bassinet. She hates the bassinet. Right. And it was just her, her abilities have just, they're there. They're, I, I used to try to do readings with her before she was two years old. And I had to stop because she would take the spirit from me. Like, I'd be like, where'd they go? And I'd look over and here she is doing the reading. So I would literally take the camera and just move it and go, does this resemble your husband? <laughs> and they'd be like, the kids in the neighborhood always like attract. I'm like, he's still doing it. <laughs> but and our family is just said, you know, the grandkids will, you know, if this is their path, if this is their, they're going to let them have their choice. But we don't hide it from them. No. And children are a beautiful example of the spirit world. You know, I think nature is a beautiful experience of God. You know, if I ever, if I, when I tell people if you ever want to see God in a physical form, go out and look in nature because it's a beautiful, perfect representation of God, but also children. Children are so innocent and pure and awake, right? They are so awake. They are. It's, it's amazing to watch. And, and if everybody ever seen a child, really watched a child and how, how open they are. Yeah. I know. I call them little Buddhas walking around because they're just amazing. You know, yeah. you anything for granted that comes out of their mouth. They are so wise. They really, I, you know, I, I love the fact that you brought up Buddha because and I love Buddhas. I, I have all different types. It doesn't, whatever culture, you know what I mean? That representation of the Buddha. And I have a lot of them because it just, they bring me peace. And my granddaughter calls them Charlie's. They're all Charlie's. I don't know why they're all Charlie. And then I got a cat two years ago and I let her name the cat and she names the cat Buddha. Oh, she sees everything. She sees it. She and sees everything. Yeah. And I wish more people would see that. You know, I wish more people would see that within children, you know, the beauty of that. Yeah. I know a lot of people get uncomfortable in the uncomfortableness or they get more comfortable in the doubt or they get more uncomfortable in the, I can't believe this. What are people going to say about me? But, you know, it's really your path. It's really, you know, someone's path or their life or their experience. And really what you and I are here to do is to help facilitate or help empower people and help them see their own light, help them see the beauty of their own ability to be intuitive and connect mm -hmm. on their own and know that they are a spiritual being, right? Having a human experience, you know? Yeah. So anytime we get into fear, or even myself, if I catch myself worrying or getting into fear or getting into that whirlwind, I do. I catch myself. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's not that we don't go there. It's that we really have to catch ourselves and come back into love or come back into the breath and yeah. acknowledge where we are, acknowledge the feelings that we have and know that they are our teachers. They are showing up in our life for a reason. And they are in some way uh, opening us up, you know, to even more compassion. Know, more uh, grace is what I wanted to use that word. I, lo I love that. I love that. And I'd love to hear you speak because I do believe you, you must do a lot of work still with grief counseling. And I do, you know, you can, you can tell, you can tell it's so beautiful to hear you speak. You know, it's just, there's a calmness about it. There's a calmness about that. Yeah. Do you find that with a lot of your clients, are, are they there for grief counseling or they're just in like that um, in the reading, even in the reading sense, those yeah. that feeling. 
people come to me for all different reasons and they may come to me. I, I usually, what's popular, what I love to do with people is I love to kind of do that combination where I love to connect with their loved ones if that's where they want to go in the reading. And also I want to help them as individuals. Do they have questions about their career, their health concerns? Are they moving their love relationships? Or maybe they're having a, a difficult relationship with a family member, or maybe they're just struggling or they feel blocked. You know, a lot of people have questions about their life path, their life purpose. So I love to just let spirit guide me and bring through, uh, but even their pets, as I said, their pets that have departed, you know, our pets, our animals mean so much to us. And they, they really are a guide for us too. I don't want to leave them out because I know uh, I'm just feeling so many animals stepping in right now that I want to say they are, they are a soul. You know, uh, one of my clients just told me the other day that somewhere she learned that animals do not have souls. And I, I thought that is very uh, wrong. First off, whatever she learned. I'm like in shock. <laughs> like, no. I did not believe that someone, you know, had right. taught her that. And I said, that's, that cannot be because uh, animals have the biggest soul, I would say, or, you know, not to, you know, compete here, but they do have an unconditional loving soul. And it was only because she hadn't connected with her animals. So I helped her in the reading, connect with her animals and help her understand that they are, they are also sending her signs. You wow. know, animals can send us signs, right? Just like our departed loved ones can, our departed animals can too. Right. I love how you bring them in so beautifully. I always tell people, I don't want to see your animals. And they look at me and they're like, and, but this is why. And I, and I, and then they go, oh, I, I understand this because animals don't come to me as that fur baby. They come to me as I, I'm looking at the boxer, but I'm talking to a human soul. Because it's how my brain sees it. It's it's just how it is for me. And I get this confusion and my brain just goes, I can't wrap, you know, it's just, I can't wrap around it. And then I will, and then they'll, of course, then they question it. And it brings me back to a reading that kind of got me to go, oh, I don't know if I can do this. It's my own fear. Where the soul of this animal had gone back many times throughout the lifetime, you know, just kept coming back beautifully. And she kept getting like chihuahua sized dogs or it was, or no, it was bigger sized dogs, like labs and bigger dogs. And she's like, well, how, I don't know if I can believe this. And I literally went to this soul and I went, tell me something to help her believe. And he goes, tell her I'm not happy. She's put me in a chihuahua next time, you know, or, or something like a small dog. And I said this, and she about, she about dropped. And I said, why? She goes, because we're looking at that dog to get that type of a dog to get <laughs> to me. It was just like beautiful verification, beautiful, wonderful. I love the experience was so powerful, but even walking away from the reading, my head is still going dog, human dog. Human. <laughs> I love it. I know I've looked at my animals uh, and I've seen them as humans. I mean, uh, even here when they were living, it's like you are human, you know, yeah. it's almost it's almost as if we are having an awakening around animals too, right? Yeah. That yeah. they are this, uh, once again, just as you and I are holographic images, right? We're, 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 we're amazing multi, uh, faceted, uh, spiritual beings, uh, but also animals too, animals yeah. too. And so that's fascinating. Yeah. And I, and I believe that that's part of our spiritual awakening too, is 
um, a lot of us, you know, we have to question what do we believe in? Like this woman who told me about the soul and animals that she didn't believe that. She, now she does. And that's part of the awakening because she experienced it herself. That's how this works is you step into that energy, you experience it. And part of your awakening is really letting go of old thoughts and beliefs and maybe saying, I don't think I believe that anymore. You know, I want to step into this new belief system and that's perfectly fine. That's natural. That is part of the awakening, how we believe and act and treat each other and being kind to ourselves, right? We need to be more kind to ourselves. And I know, I know we're getting better at it, but we have a long way to go with that too. Yeah. It, I do like how you're just seeing the awakening. I do, you know, just seeing things. You know, I love it. I have an old saying. It's like, God, life was hard. If you feel life is hard now, imagine the, the lifetime you were a rock. And they just kind of look at me. I'm like, but yes. sometimes even wrapping my own mind around that is, yeah, you know, it's a lot. We've worked really hard to be here at this moment, at this time period, this historical time in the world. You know, everything is changing around us, maybe even faster, or we can't even wrap our heads around it sometimes. But it is changing at a level that is very historical and as spiritual beings. And we're here to make a difference. We are. And perhaps that difference is to open the heart. You know, it's to live with more of a heart intelligence, right? So we're not moving so much from an intellectual intelligence. We're moving now into the heart intelligence you know they say the heart is the first brain so to speak but it is about living and breathing and talking and listening and living your life from your your heart from your centered from your loving space right your loving area your loving spiritual core yeah i i love that i i love that now to go back to animals just for a second do you also do animal communication with live animals I do. I have worked with um, racehorses, for example, where I didn't have to go out to the track. Uh, she sent me photographs of the racehorses and she asked, how can I get my my uh, few horses? How can I get them to, you know, uh, be better uh, athletes? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, because maybe one of them were having a physical ailment or emotional, what have you. So, yes, I do with, work with physical animals, even people who ask me if they should get another animal. Right. They have a, uh, this woman. I have a, a client of mine it has a cat. Right. Mm -hmm. She's, should she get one more cat, two more cats? Should I bring anyone else into the family? Right. Because it very sacred energy animals. Right. And they do. It, the more respect we show them, mm -hmm. I believe it's kind of a, a two-way street there. The more respect they will have, and they feel that energy coming off of us. They feel that vibration and that love that we have for them. I do. I, I worked with a dog. Uh, talking about my uh, career as working in dental healthcare, I uh, worked with the woman and her dog, and absolutely her dog had a tooth problem. And I picked up on that. Isn't that funny that, because I had that reference in my library, so to speak, I had that experience in my life yeah. and I was able to communicate with this, a German shepherd and, and, and her and the dog's owner sure enough, took him to the vet. He had a dental appointment and he had a tooth problem. So it's just amazing that yeah. you know, we, we think we know our animals, but I always invite people, see if you can take it to another level, see yeah. if really trust that gut instinct that you have that little that little voice that comes before the doubt you know and see if you can't like listen to that because that's them talking to you i love how you just said the little voice before the doubt yeah so powerful it is because you know the doubting voice will come after and we can kind of count on that to happen right that's the ego just saying you know it's the doubt right it's not real it's not happening you're not 
you're not psychic or intuitive, but it's really the first voice, the inner voice, the innocent voice. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, and I believe it's more of a feeling voice too. Not only do you hear it, but you might have a little, you know, tug at your heartstring, or you might have a little gut, you know, uh, twinge there, so to speak, because it is that gut instinct that I want to encourage people. Yes, go with that. Listen to that. Trust that. And trusting and surrendering, two big words in our field, right? They're huge. They're huge. Yeah. And I, I do you still struggle with some of your trust and doubt, even in the field? I do. I do because my audience gets bigger and bigger or I'm working more and more in this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm I have my own life, so to speak. And if I step away from it, you know, uh, I trust that I, when I come back into it, it'll still be there. But it is it's kind of like getting going again. And also everyone's different that you're reading, you know, mm -hmm. everyone's different. And so when I have to make sure that I'm balanced or I'm you know, centered. I want to make sure I've meditated for the day. I want to make sure that I'm there to uh, maybe put put me to the side and bring spirit in. So right. it is really a constant practice. And really, they say, you know, you do want to practice. You want to prepare. You want to, you know, light that candle. Or I use a fragrance. I use rose water, for example, to start my ceremony before I open myself up to the spirit world. You know, I love to light the candle, use the rose water, and I like to set the intention too. You know, setting our intention of helping others is so huge. Uh, it's really, and even setting your intention for the day that you want to have. Yeah. And that's so beautifully stated, so beautifully stated, because, you know, last week I felt with, well, actually over the last few weeks, I felt a little off in my readings. And even though I feel a little off, it doesn't mean, you know, obviously that the reading was off, but I felt off. And I thought about that and I went, oh my gosh, I forgot to put my intention out there. Sometimes we get into that habit of, oh, we just show up and do this, you know, getting that, you know, and it's not the meditation. It's not all that. It's it's literally just sometimes an intention statement. And I went, oh my gosh, for these like this last couple of readings, I went, I didn't put my intention out. I didn't. I just expected to show up and sit down and and go forth. And I was able to do it, but it would be so much more pow. It's more powerful when we put that intention out. I understand. And you know, we all forget, or we all just you know. Um, step into the energy of trust and but know that is still that i'm sure that reading went you know as it was supposed to have gone mm -hmm. uh but yeah we i i want to encourage you, everyone on the call to really raise their vibration and that is and i think setting your intention will raise your vibration do you yeah. think as well oh i i do because literally i just have an intention statement that you know invites everybody in just invite everybody in and for me to receive the information in a clear, concise, and accurate manner for my client to understand, you know? And I was literally stating, you know, the clear, concise, I was forgetting to say, bring all of the loved ones. <laughs> you know I mean? It was like, it was one small piece of it mm -hmm. that I, for whatever reason, was skipping over. Yeah. And it wasn't that it wasn't there and it wasn't powerful. But when I look back, and say, wow, I, I, I made it so much more difficult on myself. Mm. Because, and that's what it was. It's like, we still can show up. We still do the work. But do you want, you know, if you want to have a party and expect people to show up, they'll show up. But if you put out the invite, you'll get so many more. Oh, that is so well said. I love your example of the party. Yeah. That's such yeah. a good example. Yeah. You know, spirit, even when I do my uh, 
demonstrations or my readings online. You know, I do a lot of work on Zoom. I'm doing a lot of all, most of my readings on Zoom now or by the phone. And, you know, I still get dressed up to, because I'm serving spirit, right? So I'm still preparing myself, right? Because I think if we set the intention, then it's going to be that much easier, as you mentioned, right? We have to prepare our space. I thought about that yesterday. I must have been channeling you yesterday, Cheryl, because I thought about that. Because even when I go to like an event, a Paracon or a psychic event or whatever, I always dress as nicely as I can, probably way too nice, mm. you know, for the event. Mm. And I look around, everybody else is in there, you know, whatever their attire is. And they always kind of look at me like you're always in your heels and your dress slacks. And, but I'm a firm believer that this is how you show up for spirit. You know, I can show up in jeans and a t shirt to teach. But when I'm there to serve spirit per se, I dress for the occasion. It's like going to church. It is. It's a. It's a. The universe is a highly intelligent, uh, beautiful uh, power of love, right? And when we step into that, we want to be sacred. We want to be reverent. We want to show respect uh, mm-hmm. because what we are doing. And you know, you and I, we give messages. And we touch people's hearts or we we hope that that's resonating with them. We hope that that's happening for them. And and really what we don't know sometimes is the healing effect we have in our work. So we do present ourselves the best we can because we know that the spirit world is just infinite, infinite love and infinite healing and in what they're uh, what they're capable of doing. Yeah, it's huge. Sorry, I'm like trying to. Yeah, you, you have know, a the winter came and the sun trajectory has changed. Like the whole earth has shifted. (laughs) I have not had a problem with the sun for like six months and all of a sudden it's back. Right. And it's even changed from last week. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be off camera pretty soon. (laughs) That's what happens, right? Yeah. You got to move your office or yeah. It's exactly what's it's telling me. The winter is saying it's just time to, to shift. (laughs) It's time to shift. Yeah, time to shift. And, you know, really people are, I think people are easier. Now that you mentioned shift, that reminds me that people are are somewhat easier about change right now, like changing their lives or changing their future. And it, I want to say it's about living in the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. Things are kind of, or they were, you know, and maybe they still will be next year or what have you. We're not sure. But it is when we when things are unexpected and we don't know, we really have to live in the unknown and be comfortable with that. And I do also think that helps us be present. You know, we have to kind of live with what is yeah. or uh, make the best of what is or create something that we want uh, that may may be different from what we wanted last year. Yeah. And that's that's huge. That huge. I, I think a lot of people are looking over. um you know, as the year comes to an, to an end and they're looking over the past year and going, wow, I just the changes over the last year or two years, mm-hmm. you know, are so dramatic and so dynamic, you, you know, versus um, years past, just versus year. And I think it goes back to, like you studied with the pandemic and having to alter the way you make an income or, or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. So. And, and, uh, and I want to say, I always encourage people to, if they want to, to write down write down their dreams, right? Have a, have a dream journal or a spiritual journal and write down their visions or their ideas, their inspirations, because I know it, to encourage people to validate that they are connecting maybe in 
with a spirit or a loved one. Maybe they are opening up to this spiritual path and they just don't know it. But really writing down your experiences or even drawing a picture of what you dreamt about last night, it has an effect and it does mean something. It's as if we're bringing the um, invisible into physical form. You know, we're bringing the imagination into, into form by putting a pen and paper to it. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's huge. I think that's beautiful. I'm, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. And then making like action boards, Ooh. you know, having those images come in and then putting it to, um, a site preference. So it's making that action board and I, I like, I'll put them on as my screensavers, you know, so that every time I get from my computer, it's there. Even if it's just a glimpse, my mind is, is grabbing it and getting that intention, you know, right. but it's, it's everything that spirit gives me. So I love that. And, uh, you know, just uh, really, I think what we've learned uh, so far coming to today, we're coming into the holidays. It's about really it is about having self-care, you know, and practicing kindness with yourself. And I've noticed even when I go out this last week, I've noticed people are uh, we're on edge. Right. People are on edge. They're rushing around, but they also are trying. People are trying to be kinder. It's 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 a different shift. I can feel yeah. that. You know, there is something happening where people are saying, hey, we need to take that moment for our fellow human being, our fellow man, so to speak. And, you know, step to the side or let them go first or say hello or smile. Right. Yeah. But we need to always come back to home base and come back to, hey, how do I feel? What's my intention about going out today and really yeah. practicing self-care? It's not about rushing through this world, as they say. It's about taking that breath in and knowing that you are a miracle, like right, like you are a miracle and that you are you may be someone else's miracle and you don't even know it. Right. Oh, it's exactly. I mean, that right there, I think, speaks volumes, speaks volumes, you know, because just as simple as going out and, and telling somebody, thank you, or yeah. smiling at them. I, I'm a firm believer, of, especially during this period of time when you go out to go shopping and the clerk just looks so drained. Mm -hmm. I'm telling them how beautiful they are, or dressing by their name tag because they just feel like, oh, somebody noticed me. Absolutely. You know, it's, that yeah, small, it's the smallest things in life that can change people and really change the intent because that. I address her by her name halfway through a shift that she's struggling with, you know, and telling her, thank you. I appreciate you and have a God bless, whatever it might be. All of a sudden her attitude changes for the rest of the day. And then think about all the people that she impacts, you know, every, how many minutes she's impacting somebody new, you know, and it just, it, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And, and, and always to know that, you know, we don't know what's happening in someone's life. You know, we don't know what's going on. And, we don't know what each person is struggling with, but if we can practice our sensitivity, uh, you know, it really does have that ripple effect, right? Yeah. We, want, we want to have that ripple effect of love and light out into the universe, out into the world. And I really do believe we can change, we can change this planet or we can make things better. We can help raise that vibration or lift others up and it will ripple out. And that's as easy as energy is. Energy is everywhere, right? It is everywhere. So if you wish someone a, a goodwill or if you say a prayer for someone, that is being heard. That is being delivered, so to speak. Yeah. And it, it's it's amazing because somebody at the event over this last week and I haven't seen him forever. And he looked at me, he goes, do you mind if I light a candle for tonight? Ugh. And I went, Tears. 
Yeah. I was like, I would love to. He goes, I always ask, but it's my thing. And I thought, what a thing to have. Yeah. You know, um, it, it, I'm not Catholic, but it, it goes back to the memories of TV or whatever. of seeing that, that, you know, that candle being lit, mm -hmm. you know, or, um, you know, those powerful things when you have grief or you have those, those situations, people lighting candles for other people, it's such a powerful intention and adding in elements into it and just really, wow. That is uh, heartfelt. I could tell that that meant so much to you. To have it does. Gift. You know, because to me, it's like, wow, it's for me to care. Mm -hmm. And then to see how my life is going to be affected by that. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's so much more powerful, you know, to have that intent. So, you know, I don't know what his, his intention is. I didn't ask him. I, I was just like, you know, I know it's going to be positive. But now to see what the ripple effect is going to be which which will be amazing and that the ripple effect from what i and that just reminds me to talk about our loved ones that are departed that are in the spirit world mm -hmm. i believe they're not only helping them to support us on our path but we're helping them you know we help them i believe that when we say you know hello i love you i'm thinking about you today I know that they receive that. I know that's come through in my readings. They know that we're thinking about them. They know that uh, if you, you know, you were there when and they're passing. They know that you were holding their hand. They, they know that you just went to the hairdresser the other day, or they know that you know uh, someone lit a candle for you. Like they are also very intuitive, and they're also receiving healings when we say a prayer. So it's okay to you know, pray for your departed loved ones, connect with them, talk to them. You're not holding them back. Uh, mm -hmm. You're not keeping them from doing something else. They want to be with you. That is what they, that's what they want to do. They want to be here and to support you and to really bring, make our life easier. You know, mm -hmm. they help. And of course they don't uh, tell us what to do or they don't, uh, you know, step in our way. They don't keep us from doing anything, but they do send signs and they send signs of love and support and just the feeling. And I always tell someone, if you want to connect with your departed loved ones, think of them, look at a picture, write them a letter, mm -hmm. feel the love you have for them. And it's in that power of the love that is connecting you with them. And that yeah. they are here. Yeah. And that's so powerful. As yeah. so so beautifully powerful, you know. I always go on to let also people know that, I, and I'm sure you get this a lot. And um, people, you know, being afraid that they weren't able to be there when their person passed away. Yeah, you know, and that just happened this weekend to me. Where talking to the lady actually felt like she'd been, you know, passed for many years. You know, just she was so. I, I don't even know why I felt that way. And all of a sudden, she looked at her loved one and she goes. And it's okay that you could be there when, we, when I passed. And the lady just starts crying. And I'm like, how powerful. And then she goes, she just died during COVID. She was in a nursing home. And I went, oh, wow. You know, the soul is just, she's just letting you know she knows. And she's with you. And she knows her love. She knows this. And it's okay. I even, that's one thing is people do, you know, I do feel that people, uh, it's okay that you're not there in the physical with your loved ones. They fully know. They yeah. may have preferred to pass alone at that moment. We've heard many stories of, I just stepped out for coffee, or I just stepped out to take a break. I just went outside for a minute and came back, and my loved one passed. Because that is important. It is important to know that they are not on earth time anymore. They are in spirit time. And in some way, 
you know, they are with you. They are with you. And in some way they knew that, you know, you were going to step out of the room for a moment. So in some way they left when they felt most comfortable, but it's certainly nothing to feel bad about. It's certainly nothing to, and it's hard though for people to take that in and understand that. But really I do want to say it's as if we're giving them the gift of knowing that they went at the exact time they were supposed to go. We have to understand or, or at least try to believe that there is that higher faith, that higher divinity, that anything is, everything is happening in divine timing. Yeah. Not so much our time, but it is happening in the perfect time for them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and that is so true. Yeah. Every, and it goes back to so generically, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It is, that is like the most generic statement I say, but it is probably the most truthful. My family lives by that. You know, they literally, and I'm sure you get this being in California, you know, more traffic, more congestion, you know, where I live in Wisconsin, I don't have as much as that. And so when it happens here, we get frustrated. We get frustrated. It's not a normal, it's a frustration. It's like, oh, get your butt moving. And my daughter, who probably secretly has road rage, will say to me, she'll call me. She's like, Mom, I'm just so frustrated. I'm like, and what about it? She goes, I know it's all happening for a reason. I know I'm being slowed down for a reason, but I'm still frustrated. And I'm like, thank you for acknowledging the feelings. Yes. But it's also, she's also acknowledging that there maybe there was going to be a car accident. Maybe she needs to show up divinely at one moment for a reason, whatever that reason might be. That split second could have made all the difference for her. Yeah. And to know that, you know, when people have that, when, when, when we're, when we're in that situation, you know, yeah, there's always a reason. Look for the reason, look to find out, ask yourself, what am I to learn from this experience? You know, and you may not see it right at that moment, but it's nice that you were there for her. So maybe you have a friend or a, a loved one to point, help you understand that and point that out. But hindsight's twenty twenty. So if we just can stay open to it and say, what was I to learn from that? I really know that that helps us kind of see, yeah, I really need to kind of uh, navigate my world, maybe more through just a feeling and sensing, knowing that I'm being cared for. I can trust the spirit world. I do know they have my back, you know, mm -hmm. rather than uh, thinking that it's something that we did, because we do take a lot of it on ourselves. Like we created it or we, it's happened, you know, but it is a healer. And I know that your daughter, I think next time she gets stuck in, stuck in traffic, she'll remember the conversation she had with mm -hmm. you yeah. about take a breath slow down. It's okay. And, you know, and it's always that way, you know, which is beautiful, but she's not even 30 yet. So <laughs> you know I mean? that, that aggression sometimes just takes, I'm 51. I still get it once in a while. You know, we live with farm equipment around us. So it's like, can you just put your tractor to the side? <laughs> I know you have a beautiful task. Thank you for feeding America, but can you do it on your dime? Not my, you know, it just gets a little, but you do, you have to sit back and go, it's, it's for a reason. Everything is for a reason, you yeah. know, no matter what. And I always have a story about this. And if you don't mind, I'm going to, I'm going to share it with you. Um, because it's been three years now. It's just, well, a little over three years ago where I had this vehicle that I loved and I appreciate it. I was so grateful for it, but it was starting to have issues, you know, and I did not have the money. I was driving, you know, eight to 12 hours to an event on a weekend, you know, and I remember I heard one more noise because I'm a, I'm a very on time person. I'm never early. I, I try not to be late on time. And that day, no matter what I did, I mean, like trying to go pick up a friend to go to this event, 
And literally, I'd go to the gas station. I filled up, and I had to walk in and wait to pay because some they had somebody else pay my gas on accident. So I had to wait for that whole transaction. I, it just weird things. And I pulled in to get my friend, who is now really late. And as I go to pull out to park someplace else, my car made a noise, and I'm like, and I just went spirit. I can't do this. I don't have the money. I don't have the ability. I'm going to give this to you to please fix this problem in whatever way you feel fit. I can't do it. And I left it alone, still knowing I had like four or five more hours to drive. And she finally shows up. She gets the car. We start driving. And I was supposed to turn down this road. And it's dark. I mean, it's the middle of nowhere. And it's dark. The moon's not even out. No stars. It's just pitch black. And I miss my turn. I take a U-turn. I'm going, I'm just chalking it up to one more thing. Right. You know, that's making me late. And I don't, I, I, the whole time I'm going, I don't know what's going on that I have to be late. Something's happening. So I get down this road. I, I hit 40 miles an hour. I come around a curb and there's this deer. Uh -oh. And he took one step and he looked at me and I swore in my head. I heard, took you long enough. Mm. And I hit him. <gasps> wow. And it was, to me, it was devastating. It was devastating to do that, you know. But it was what happened afterwards is because the farmers right there were outside having a beer at the time. And they came over to help immediately. But the first words were, are you okay? And I said, yes. And the next words is, can we have the deer? And I'm like, if you really want it, I, you know. But he is a pig farmer. So he was doing the transaction of life. And honestly, if everything did not happen in divine timing, you know what I mean? And all of that. Does that make sense? I mean, something that was so dramatic in my life, when I look back, yeah. it was like, I said that prayer, all of the, everything had to happen exactly how it was going to happen that day for everything to yeah. pan out. To help. Yeah, I know it's, it's a dramatic story, but I think about it every year now at this time. It is. And, and blessings to you. And I know you're still connected and you may see animals. Well, you're more compassionate, right? With animals. Oh and uh, all of that experience and for other people who have that experience too yeah you know, it happened uh, from it and that's what happens is things happen for many reasons not really yeah. just one reason but for many reasons I mean now you're able to help other people but know that that deer that that was they were waiting they were waiting it was like divine and it's the, the second part of that is I struggled for a long time after that and I couldn't figure out and I have this beautiful chiropractor who does energy work and he literally went, that deer has joined with you. The energy of that deer has joined. And I went, wow, lessons there, lessons there, yeah, you know, lessons. and it, it, it took a long time for almost essentially to, to separate that energy, you know, to, to learn a lot and to grow. And honestly, it was after that, that I had the, the experience with the dog, <laughs> went, oh, too hard, too much. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, you know, you uh, you allowed that experience to matter. Like you gave that deer the respect or the sacredness of the understanding. You know, you gave um, a deer your love too and your compassion, mm -hmm. wanting to take everything that you learned from that experience. So I mm -hmm. feel like in some way there was a gift there for sure for you to uh, process and really uh yeah really touched you deeply and people people don't understand that you know with this story it's not just about divine timing it is about how individual experiences 
touch us. They and affect it, us. Yes, and it's the soul. It was a soul, and it still is a soul-to-soul connection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether people have uh, the an the um, excuse me the, the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom. You know, the we have a lot of energy around us in all shapes, sizes, and forms, and everything. We're receiving, we are like kind of receivers, right? So we're receiving all of this. So you're receiving this experience really for a higher learning or a higher, higher knowing even, you know, a higher way of looking at life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so many people have those and they may not even realize it. May not even realize it. Yeah. And that's okay though, because at some point the soul understands it all and the soul has the growth and the experiences and they we all take it back to divine with us mm-hmm. you know which is beautiful yeah and, and we get touched so deeply in so many ways throughout our day that we may don't we may not give it attention you know we may just uh, you know don't take the time to say wow that really impacted my life or wow that really and we want to process that we want to take in what we've experienced through the day and what we're grateful for and what we're struggling with too, because the struggling is also part of our path on this planet. I mean, we are really have a lot of challenges. We have a lot of challenges, uh, all of us, and we're all in some state of transformation. That is so, so apparent uh, that we are all transforming into, I think, uh, better better people, but better souls. I do believe that we are realizing our power as co-creators of this universe. You know, we do have an impact on what's happening on our planet. We do. We're just huge. Yeah. So what do you have coming that people can join you with? You know, I, uh, thank you. Well, you know, on every Sunday night, I have a healing prayer circle. It's free to join. You can, it's People can join through my website. I do have a couple of events happening that I'm really excited about. I have December 1st coming up. It's an online event with uh, Thomas John and Kat Devine. Uh, That's coming up December 1st online. Also, you know, every month I do my small group reading events where I only work with eight people online and everyone gets a reading. So I love those. That's called my circle of love. And that my next one's coming up December 19th. Oh, I love that. Now, do you know Maria Verdishi also? I do. She was on last week. She was. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. I think of her, especially in New York. I think of her because uh, they have a lot of snow. And she's just- actually in Michigan right now, so she's kind of being saved. You know? But her house in Lilydale, her and Michelle Barnes, their house is, it's under. It's yeah. under. <laughs> Oh, how wonderful. Yes, I'd love to uh, connect with her again. It's been a while, but I try to uh, keep up with her because she's very busy as well. Yeah. yeah. You guys have um, similar stories. Similar. Not the same, but similar. Just similar energy. Beautiful energy. Both of you. Just so beautiful. You know, I love it. I love it. I, I hope many people will come to find you and learn from you and experience you. And I thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and your wisdom because it's so beautiful. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Being with you. Yeah. And you also have a radio show with Kelly on this network. So I'm so excited about that. Add that and let you know that, yeah, I have a radio show on this network uh, at, on Wednesdays. So on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time, medium Kelly Eckhart. She's one of the me, Allison Kelly. So. Yeah and Kelly uh, are doing a radio show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. 
uh, Pacific time. So everyone, please join us there. This week, we're talking about holiday tips on grounding. Ooh. Because some people, yeah, they're feeling the stress, the holidays. We all go through that. So that's our topic for this week. I love and it's it, trust everybody needs to watch everybody yeah. needs to watch or listen because that's huge yeah. and I think I'm trying to ignore the holidays because I know Thanksgiving's coming but it just doesn't feel like it yet <laughs> coming on and it's going to be uh, this holiday season it's definitely going to be one of um, you know caring for your loved ones but also caring for yourself I really think that we can get out of our out of our uh, heads and we need to be more in our hearts so I think Grounding tips this Wednesday is going to be very helpful for a lot of people. I think it's going to be beautiful. I know I'm going to watch it. So. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for coming on and joining me again. It's just such a pleasure. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Love to be here today. Love to be here. Thank you. And for everybody else, I'll be back in a few moments with School Through Spirit on WLTKDBD.com for your weekly reading. Certified psychic medium Stephanie Lynn creates an authentic connection between the living and the spirit world. Stephanie knows she is here to help heal, educate, and provide validation that there is more after death and allows herself to be a conduit and work as a team with spirit to pass on messages from their world to ours. Stephanie Lynn also works as a spiritual life coach to help you achieve, create, and manifest your best self and life. Looking for help communicating with an animal? Searching for a past life regression therapist? Or dealing with a paranormal experience? Stephanie Lynn is here to help. For a list of full services, visit her on Facebook under Stephanie Lynn Spirit Sensitive. That's Stephanie Lynn Spirit Sensitive. Ellie Weisensell, psychic medium, is a medical intuitive that specializes as a body code practitioner. As an energy healer, Ellie offers additional services that allow her modalities to be intertwined with energetic healing. Within your subconscious lies information that knows everything about you and why you deal with specific conditions. The subconscious can be considered the blueprint to your entire body. With Ellie working physically with your subconscious mind, we detect what negative emotions are trapped and where they are stored within the body that is causing you your emotional and physical pain. This work is designed to remove imbalances and correct them energetically, getting to the root cause of why you have your condition to help balance your body so it may heal itself. Your body is infinitely wise and wants to be in balance. The body code is not only gentle for humans, but it is also a gentle process to help animals. For more information, contact Ellie Weisensell at the website below. Welcome back to School Through Spirit here on WLTKDB.com. Just want to reiterate that with Cheryl Murphy today. Oh, gosh, such an amazing, beautiful soul. Oh, 
I can't say enough. And I was so honored she said yes. Um, again, you can find her at Cheryl Murphy. I believe it's CherylMurphy.com. Uh, you can also find her on Facebook at Cheryl Murphy. Um, Claire, Claire, Clairvoyant Medium and Psychic. And that is her Facebook page. Um, you can also go and find her. Um, she does have an event coming on with Thomas John, Cheryl Murphy, and Cat Divine. Um, for sacred and special experience where spirit communicates out all the love. And that is December 1st, um, 4 to 7 p.m. PST time, um, which is Pacific time or 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you can find those tickets at healingmessages121.evanbright.com or eventbrite.com. Um, please join them. All three amazing, amazing mediums. Um, and Thomas John is uh, was, I believe, the taxi medium for a while. Uh, just a beautiful soul. So beautiful soul, giving beautiful messages. So feel please feel free to find her, follow her, learn from her. Just, again, such a beautiful, beautiful soul. And maybe I have to now come back here. Gosh, the sun. I've been, I've been trying to run from the sun since I came on this morning. And I hate that because I love the sun. So... But let's do your weekly reading here, our five-card stud per se. I'm going to use Lisa Williams' Oracle, Intuitive Oracle Soul Deck today because, you know what, I like these cards. I like these cards. feels like something is in the air, something is happening. All of a sudden, I just got this feeling like exploding inside me. Um, it's just like, ooh, what's going on? It's like anticipation, awesome things happening. It's coming up, it's coming through, and it's coming up to here. And so I don't know what this is, guys, but something good is happening. Something good is happening. It feels lots of transitions. Can you hear my granddaughter? She's singing the alphabet. So anyway, guys, with five cards done, we pick a card, guys, one through five. You can pick one card, two cards, all the cards, whatever. This is your reading. Bleak reading. It's okay. So card number one is the work card, guys. Work. What are you working on? But it's really about that passion aspect. So. <clears throat> I, you know what? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. When I see this card, I just kind of jump for joy just because it is a card of worker bees. I'm going to it out. right here. M N. M N. N. What's after L? L M N. So N is last? Yep. There you go. N. See, her passion is to learn how to her alphabet right now. So, um, with this card being said, it is, you know, when you look at the worker bees and you look at um, how... Uh, honey, give me a minute, please, okay? So, when you're looking at the worker bees, think about that. Bees work incredibly hard from literally the time they wake until the time they sleep. They're constantly working. They're constantly doing out there. But what their passion is really does affect the world. It really affects everything. Because as they're truly going in for honey, truly going in for that, that, um, that nectar, that that pollen, whatever it might, whatever it is they're they're getting from the flower, because I'm not I'm not a beer expert, to go back and make honey with, they really are pollinating. Look at they're they're bringing beauty to the world, and then what they create. I'm smart. Okay, come on. Um, because bees make pollinating, and bees have a so when you pollinate, the bees go into one flower, then the other flower. Makes the pollinate go into the other flower, so the other flower blows in to pollinate. It and, helps to pollinate, huh? And then it makes honey. And it makes honey. Well, there you go. Thank you. 
<laughs> so, um, so this week, if you pick number one, it's more about that that finding that teamwork, finding that passion, bringing this all together to realize that, you know what, you're not just doing this by yourself. You're doing this with a team and that you're going off to really make the world a little bit better a place. Beautiful. Okay. So number one is really that work, but it's success within the team, within your passion and bringing that all together. Card number two is being equal. Uh, this card, this card, you know, guys, I always struggle with. I do. I don't even know why. But when I look at it, I just go, ugh, ugh. But it's because it's a finding balance. I'm more of a work person. I'm more of a workaholic, okay? So I'm always working, always doing something. Everybody's always looking at me like, when do you sleep? Where I sleep, you know? Um, but to me, vacation is work. I don't know why. I find joy in it. But it's finding that balance. And it is about finding that that equal yin and yang. It's finding, you know, you need to ground. You need to you need to find something within yourself that balances that work aspect. So it's not too much play. It's not too much work, but finding that, that equal balance within yourself that you need. Okay. Card number three is wealth card. I love this. It's the wealth. It's financial. It's finding those blessings in the smallest of things, finding the blessings. Now, I don't know about you, but I love finding pennies. I love finding pennies because for me, it's blessing. Find a penny, pick it up all day long. You'll have great luck. But I think it's about the small blessings. It really is. It's about finding the worth in everything, finding the worth in the experiences, finding the worth in all of those small things that happen because all those small things add up to other things. Okay. Card number four is the journey card. You're at the crossroads. Roads. You're at the crossroads. You are at a point in your life where it's like, okay, I'm going to continue on this journey, but which way is it going to go? Is it going to go forward, right, left, backwards? Who knows where it's going to go? The scene is all different. It doesn't mean you have to get on the rocky path in front of you. It doesn't mean you have to take the smooth one. You might want to just go over the bridges and through the valleys around the mountains. It doesn't matter what your path is. It's about that you're just going to continue on your path and that you're at a point of picking a new one. It just means that trajectory is going to change a little bit, okay? And then five, the last one is that relationship card, this relationship card. And I think this week it's twofold. It's not just, a lot of times I see this card as relationship with self, okay? Because I always see this card as finding relationship with yourself, finding balance within yourself, accepting yourself for who you are, and then going forward. But I do feel like it's that, but now we're going to bridge about to relationships with other people also. So this is, you know, this is, and it might be because of Thanksgiving. It might be because of family. It might be... And family is not necessarily blood. Family really is whatever you create of it, okay? And it might be family for a day. It might be family for a lifetime. But I do feel like it's like this relationship that you have yourself, and now you're sharing this self with other people, okay? And allowing people to experience you, okay? So hopefully that makes sense. Card number one is that work card. It's that teamwork, passion, bringing it all together for a better success for yourself. Card number two is finding that balance. Um, and finding that balance and acceptance of life needing to have, it has to have different things to, to make you a much more balanced person. Number three is the wealth card. It's finding that um, the blessings and the small things and, and letting those things accumulate to, to what they are, which is phenomenal. Card number four is that journey card. 
it is you're at the crossroads things are going to change a little bit the dynamic of life is going to change a little bit and that's okay it's okay that that path might change it's it's, it's beautiful you're on the right path you're never going to get off of it you're just changing the scenery of it now and card number five is that relationship finding relationship with yourself and now that you've done that is sharing your relationship with other people and sharing yourself with other people and allow people back into yours now i'm going to tell you if you're looking at these cards as a whole wow what a journey because you are working a lot at yourself this dynamic and and really bringing this all together this is a week of of kind of finishing up that individual soul work and bringing it out to the world you know what i mean just kind of bringing it out to the world so hopefully that makes sense for people oh well thank you she's bringing me sunflower seeds i love it i love it look at that growth for spring and sunshine and happiness huh and i don't know where you're finding sunflower seeds but there you go oh, are they we gonna were, um, they were in my book they were in your book oh my gosh how beautiful are we going to use those to cultivate something for the summer yeah, yeah. in the summer we can grow something which i was starting um to um i thought if we made sunflowers you would actually just make normal sunflowers. So it would, like, we have this little baggie for the sunflowers. So the sunflowers grow into new growing plants. Also, I have to tell you one more thing about pollinating. Pollinating will help plants make other plants. Makes the world a little bit more beautiful, huh? Yes. Yes. That is what happens. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming and joining me this week. I do want to go over the list of different shows we have going on. I am going to be ending the show a little bit early today, guys. I had a beautiful transition within our family. And, yes, that does mean a death. Um, but the transition is my great aunt, and it's a great aunt. So she has she passed at the age of 96, so a lovely, beautiful old age. Um I have no clue what you just said. My sister, she transitioned 10 years ago. Yeah, a long time ago, huh? So we are going to go do that today. But I do want to talk about the shows a little bit. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it does. Um, from the mouth of babes, I'm telling you. From the mouth of babes. Um, I want to talk about the shows a little bit. Because we always have new shows. Um, amazing things going on, but let's bring those up. Can I send it back, baby girl? So, as always, Monday mornings, we do start our, our weekday with myself, School Through Spirit, here with Diet Renee at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I want to tell you all, thank you so much for always showing up and listening and growing the podcast form of this because, you know, I, I'm hearing more and more and more often so many people that are listening and finding it and how it's just really affecting their lives. And I love to hear that because that's what this show is about. Now, later on today, we do have Monday Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones, and that's at noon. We need to have him start at like 11.55 to make it the Monday morning part of this, not Monday afternoon. Um, Be the Changes tonight with Christina Bloom at 8 p.m. The Paranormal Room with Christina Bloom and Logan Jacobson is at 9 p.m. That's all about ghost stories, so guys, you want to come in and join that. Tuesdays, is we start the morning with Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee at 9 a.m., Oh my gosh, Slipstream, a shaman with Todd Wilcox is at 12. What a great show. To, that's a new show, guys. Tomorrow night, we have Unfiltered with myself, Diet Renee, at 6 p.m. Bring your questions. Come see me because if people don't start, like, it's winter. We need to start building that show. <laughs> 
Yes, gorgeous. Um, moment to moment is after me with Linda Hope at 7 p.m. 10 p.m. is Paranormal Pete with Peter Bea. Adeline, chill out, gorgeous. I'm a cheerleader. You are. She's my cheerleader. I'm telling you. Um, Wednesdays, we start with Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. And that is a self-care show, the self-care show. Um, we and then right after that, we have the psychic hour Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m. And seeing beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 6 p.m. These are all central standard times, guys. And over the target with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford is at 8 p.m. On to Thursdays. On to Thursdays is chat with Charlie and Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. Then we go on to the Tyson's Gift podcast with Brandon Wainwright at 6 p.m. I'll tell you what, Thursday nights is a dynamic time to be watching, guys. Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Marino is at 7 p.m. And the Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland is at 8 p.m. Now, Fridays, we go back to the Psychic Hour reading show at 3 p.m. Kelly Eckhart, I'll tell you what, I had a reading with her this last week. Oh, my God. So dynamic. So awesome. So spot on, guys. Spot on. Show you don't want to miss. Um, after that is the New Bridge Radio with Kevin Mackey at 7 p.m. He is back from the break. We've had him. He left for a little bit through the summer. He's come back for the winter. Another show you don't want to miss. And then on to that is A Haunted Voices with Nicole, um, Nicole Strickland and Todd Bates at 10 p.m. Another dynamic show, guys. You never These are shows you really don't want to miss. So much content. We're always bringing in so many more shows. It's always so awesome. So please, please, please support our station. Come on in um, and, and enjoy it. Now, I do want to tell you who's on next week. Who is on next? I don't even know who's on next week. Cheryl was on this week. Who's on next week? Because we are going into... Oh, you don't want to miss next week. It is Torin Atkinson. I hope I know I'm totally massacring her name, but Torin is from Norway. She's Norwegian. She's from Norway. She lives there, born there, lives it, blah, blah, blah. And she's a healer. She is a dynamic healer, guys. I mean, we're talking, this lady has seen miracles like you wouldn't believe. And I'm sure she does not, um, I'm sure she plays them down. But from what I've seen and what I've heard, this lady is all healing, everything healing. She's a master of healing. And I really cannot wait to share her with you. She is just such a beautiful gem. And again, guys, she's been, she's from Norway, so she's coming in in a different time zone than us. So um, with that being said, guys, I'm going to let you go because I do have to go on to celebrate a transition today. I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I'll see you tomorrow night for those who come in. Um, this has been Diet Renee on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Bye-bye, guys. Have a beautiful thing. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.